Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. The righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience yep. continue in some well-doing seat, no nope. glory and honor and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. You an African-American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Yep. Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' say it? Nope. We gon' explode. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait? Thank you. 
choose from. You got to choose one. Who you gonna choose the most? I heard Two sides to choose from. You got to choose one. Who you gonna choose? Who you gonna choose? Got to choose. All right, all right, all right. You're gonna learn today. All right, all right, all right. You're gonna learn today. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, Shalom and good morning. Bible question wise. To the 12 tribes worldwide, greetings. Um, to the so called Negroes, West Indians, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans, North American Indians, similar Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians, Colombians, Panamanians, and Mexicans. The, to the 12 lost tribes in the uh, nation of Israel that have been scattered throughout North, Central, South America, to the four corners of the earth, greetings, shalom. You reached another episode of ISBHPK um, Bible Talk. My name is Mashaba. I am uh, one of the teachers. Um, our ISBHPK Bible Talk podcast, you can listen to us live uh, Monday, through, Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to about noon, uh, uh, Texas time or Central Standard Time. Um, uh, again, that's Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to about 12 noon, um, Monday through Thursday. And then coming back again on Friday nights uh, with the Brother Bonabod has uh, Friday Night Bible Breakdowns with the Brother Bonabod. And that's every Friday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time right here at ISBHBK uh, Bible Talk. Uh, the phone number, when the show is aired live, when the show is, when the show is on live, uh, feel free to call in at area code 646. 668-2568. Again, feel free to call in live at area code 646-668-2568. That's Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to about 12 noon um, Central Standard Time right here on blogtalkradio.com. You can also log on to our, our live show, our live episode, uh, through a web browser uh, by logging on at www.blogtalkradio.com. That's www dot blogtalkradio.com. Uh, once you pull the web, the web the web page up, go to the search box, type in Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. <clears throat> That'll be to our episode page, going all the way back from the latest or the newest episodes that we've done, going all the way back to our very first one, February 28, 2010, way so, so long time ago. We, 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 you can find a li- our library of, of, of shows or uh, the live episode that might be airing live at that particular time. That's one way to keep in touch with us. Or um, if you want to go through any of our library or our catalog of, of shows that we've done, uh, uh, you can check us out at ISBHPK Bible Talk on iHeartRadio uh, Podcast, on Apple iTunes Podcast, on Google Podcast, and Podcast Addict. Uh, just stay in touch with the ISBHPK Bible Talk Podcast. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, the ISBHPK has a network of schools uh, across America. Um, our school here in San Antonio is located at 4444 Walsham, suite number 201, San Antonio, Texas, 78218. Um, and they have classes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. And you can view those classes live. If you can't make it to the classroom, you can view those classes live uh, on ISBHBK San Antonio. Um, again, that's Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. And again, on Saturday mornings, you can catch the Sabbath service uh, every Saturday morning starting at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. To help our school here in, in San Antonio, we ask that you please uh, check out Eastern Fragrances uh, and Undermark Moving. 
Both locations are located at uh, Rolling Gold Mall. Eastern Fragrances provides you with the, the, the greatest in, in, in perfume, cologne, and incense oils. Uh, located in front of Shoe Palace at, uh, in Rolling Gold Mall on the first floor in between the American Cookie Company and the elevators going upstairs um, to the food court. Check out Eastern Fragrances and understand that any proceeds, any, any, any products purchased through Eastern Fragrances help support and keep the school going here in San Antonio, as well as provide employment opportunities for, for, for individuals uh, here in San Antonio. The other um, uh, business that has been established to help keep the school going here in San Antonio is On The Mark Moving. On The Mark Moving is a moving company that is licensed, insured, and bonded, and that will, that will secure the greatest uh, and most quality move. Uh, if you need it, they can provide it. No jobs too big, no jobs too small, from an apartment, uh, 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 an office, uh, uh, a house, um, uh, a, a storage. Uh, if you got to move stuff from the attic down to the garage, from the garage to the attic, uh, check out On The Mark Moving. The, their prices are phenomenal, and you're going to get some real quality work. That's why it's called On The Mark Moving. And if you need help with, with uh, uh, packing, uh, uh, for a move, they have a service, uh, again, the, most, the best prices are, are available around that will help you pack your, um, your items, uh, whatever it is you have going on, with the most professional, utmost, and safety quality around. Check out On The Mark Moving. And by supporting Easter Fragrances and On The Mark Moving, you're supporting the school here in San Antonio. Um, for our other schools, uh, we ask you to log on to isbhpk.com. That's isbhpk.com. Uh, for our school location in Houston, in Norfolk, and in Rochester. Our school in Houston is located at 231 FM Road 1092 in Stafford, Texas, 77477 being the address there. Um, you can view their classes every Monday and Wednesday at ISBHBK Houston. Every Monday and Wednesday at ISBHBK Houston on YouTube from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. And again on Fridays from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And uh, you can also log on on Saturday mornings and catch this Sabbath service um, on, uh, as well. So, uh, Saturday morning starting at 10 a.m. Visit the school, um, and for any donations you'd like to help out uh, uh, to keep our schools going in Houston, Rochester, or uh, Norfolk, we ask you to please log on to isbhpk.com, isbhpk.com, where you'll find links to um, uh, Children's Creation, Sweet Ambiance, and Israel Wear. All these are provided um, services and, and products provided to help you as a Hebrew Israelite from your from your home decor or custom-made Hebrew Israelite jewelry to uh, custom fragrances as, as well as uh, skincare products, as well as custom-made, custom handmade soaps, custom handmade lotions, custom handmade uh, beard oils and body oils, uh, custom homemade candles um, uh, with sweet ambiance. And for your, for your um, uh, dress needs, for your garments, for men, women, and children, there's Israel Wear. Um, get, your, get your Hebrew uh, garment game up. Check out Israel Wear by going to isbhbk.com website. And again, in supporting any one of those businesses, you're helping keeping the, the schools running in Houston, in Norfolk, and in Rochester. Um, for our, uh, let me see here. For our school in, in Norfolk, uh, uh, the school location is located at 2610 Granby Street, North Virginia, 23517. Um, and they have classes. You can view their classes every Tuesday and Thursday on Facebook, on Facebook Live, uh, under ISBHBK.com. 
um, of the Israelite School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge on Facebook every Tuesday and Thursday um, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Or you can log on to ISBHBK uh, Norfolk uh, every Friday night starting from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Again, Eastern Standard Time. And then catch the Sabbath ceremony, Sabbath service uh, every Saturday on YouTube as well starting at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time uh, for our school there in Norfolk. For our school in Rochester, um, our school in Rochester is located at 1600 Lyle Avenue, Suite Number 1A, Rochester, New York, 14606. Being our address there. Um, if you'd like to check our classes in, in, in Rochester, we ask that you please log on to ISBHBK Rochester. ISBHBK Rochester on YouTube every uh, Tuesday and Thursday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and come back again on Saturdays at starting at 10 a.m. Um, if you happen to be in the Albuquerque area, um, this is the Brother Aisha White Desire and the Brother Del Yad, um, uh up there in, in, in Albuquerque. But you can reach out to the Brother Aisha White Desire. You let it come again. If you have any biblical questions, any any counseling questions you might need, any mentorship you might need, reach out to the brother Aisha White Desire at area code five zero five two one eight forty two eighteen. He's a fantastic brother. He's a caring brother. He's a giving brother. He's a loving brother. Check out uh, uh, give brother Aisha White Desire a call at five zero five two one eight forty two eighteen. Um, and then we also ask uh, if you're in the San Antonio area. Uh, to please support um, EO Pure Therapy. Um, EO Pure Therapy is, is located in the, on the first floor of the mall, directly diagonal from the H and M clothing store or department store clothing store uh, in the J C Penney wing of the mall. EO Pure Therapy provides the latest um, and, and they specialize in CBD in CBD oil creams, gummies, tinctures, and roll-ons, as well as as uh, uh, perfume and cologne fragrances uh, that you can get in. Not only a roll-on or in, in an oil dispenser um, uh, for men, women, and children for for your bodies, but you can also get a custom handmade soap with the fragrance of your choice. A custom handmade soap, a custom handmade lotion, um, specific design for you with a fragrance of your choosing, or or, or they can create one for you. Check out uh, EO Pure, Pure Pure Therapy on the first floor of the mall, located at uh, Rolling Oaks Mall. And ask for Gabar right? <laughs> when you go there. Ask for Brother Gabar and he will definitely, if you need a customized fragrance, but uh, any of the people there, but they will definitely make sure that you get a fragrance uh, uh, for the mind, body, and soul, uh, 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 for the house, for the car, wherever you need somebody, something to smell good, feel good, smell good, to check them out. Um, and they also have another thing they specialize in with EOP therapy is Bath bombs and bath, uh, bath salts. Uh, again, you can even get a, a custom-made bath salt or bath bomb with the fragrance of your choice, but also infused with CBD oil. All right? They really do a great job over there at uh, EOP Therapy. So please check them out again. Uh, and proceeds from that, you'll help keep the, the uh, EOP Therapy event center going, where we have uh, classes every Sunday, the uh, Paleo Hebrew class, every Sunday at the EOP Therapy event center uh, from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., um, uh, Central Standard Time. Uh, so proceeds do help keep the event center going as well. We ask you to check that out and let them know that uh, Mr. sent you or Gabar Kwa sent you and uh, they'll definitely take care of all your needs. All right? Um, at this time, uh, I'd like to send up prayers uh, offer, uh, and offer up uh, in prayer. Uh, 
The scripture says, esteem others better than yourself. Um, if there's going to be any comfort, any consolation, any, any, um, any mercy, um, any love of comfort, it says esteem others better than yourself. So one thing, we, uh, and, and keeping that in mind, one thing that, that's, that we, we, we started here with, um, uh, with, with our shows is we have a prayer list. All right, that we have a list of names that we want to um, we ask everybody that in your in your private time, uh, um, when you're offering the prayers uh, for for everybody, please add the following names to your prayers. Um, as the most I might watch over, bless and heal uh, each of the following people. So, uh, kind of in, in, in jumping it off, but please in your own personal time, please add these names to your to your, to your prayers as well. Uh, Father, uh, when the most I, the most in the name of Christ, please listen to us now, right now. Father, please send Michael and the holy angels to watch over, bless, heal, to protect, to strengthen, to help, to, to guide. And please take away all evil, all evil people, all evil spirits, all sicknesses, all God, all malice. Uh, in the name of Christ, we ask you, we ask you Father, in all these things. Uh, amen. So, Father, we ask that you please, again, uh, send Michael and the holy angels to watch over, Bless and heal and protect and strengthen to help and guide. And please take away all evil, all evil people, all evil spirits, all sicknesses, all God, all malice from Sahawam uh, uh and his wife, Waradaya, and their family. Um, brother uh, John Spann, uh, uh, Miss Catherine, my Duke, Stazafar's mother, uh, Becky and Darrell, uh, the entire Lovett family, uh, the Coates family, the entire Coates family. Uh, Kazakia and, 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 and his family, uh, uh, um, the sister Anagashia, um, the brother Sawam Mayam uh, in Houston, uh, West Beverly, brother Sawam uh, here in San Antonio, uh, Ayana uh, Banas Banyamian, uh, the wife of Wanda Ayer, uh, special needs children, father, um, uh, Cece, the daughter of uh, Tazapa uh, and his wife Arakaya. Uh, Isaalie, the daughter of uh, Zabakawa and, and uh, Anagasha, and uh, Aliyah, the daughter of Barabai the Kwadashaya. Uh, the brother Tazapa, and, and he's about to have um, some procedures done. Uh, uh, the brother Kudash Kabar, uh, the brother Yanamathan, uh, the brother Asham Kudash, uh, the brother uh, Gabar uh, Gad, uh, there in, in, in Florida. Um, his mother-in-law, Ruthie Mae Johnson. And, Father, we ask um, that you also please uh, watch over Lesson Hill and help to recover your sister, Quadrasaya. We ask you, Father, in all these, we ask you, Father, in the name of your son, Yahweh Shai, that all praise, all glory, all power is, 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 is you and your son, Yahweh Shai. And, again, we ask you in Yahweh Shai's name for all these things. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, so that's the prayer the prayer requests are going out. And uh, last but not least, uh, if you'd like to help support um, the ISBCK Bible Talk podcast, um, we, uh, we do accept donations at Cash App, on Cash App, uh, at Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, on Cash App, or Google Wallet at Mashaba575 at gmail.com. That's M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A575 at gmail.com. Uh, if you'd like to help support um, the ISBHBK Bible Talk Podcast. All right? So with that, brothers and sisters, thank you all for that. Now i got these announcements out the way. I, I can close this, this window down. All right. Um, 
what we started, we started a, a series, brothers and sisters, and I listened to the last show, and I, forgive me for being so long-winded and, and, and running up in the mouth with the um, uh, To Unite Christ Part 4. I, I got long-winded. I really, I went almost totally opposite or hypocritical of why the, school, the show is named ISBHBK Bible Talk. The Bible is supposed to be doing most of the talking. The Bible, we, we want more of the scriptures to talk. And last, last series four, part four, I, I, I got long-winded. So forgive me for that. So we're going to take a quick intermission right now. And when we come back, we're going to go into part five, which really shouldn't be a part four. But we're going to go into part five of To Deny Christ. Um, so quick intermission. And when I uh, come back, we're going to get into this class. I, 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 it is my intent that we're definitely going to let more of the scriptures do the talking and more of the scriptures to be read uh, when we come back. So please stay tuned. Um, uh, use this time, please, to, to reach out to anybody. Let's you know uh, the show has started, class has started. If you want to text anybody or send an email to anyone, it would be appreciated. And we'll be back right after this quick intermission.
right, all right, all right. You're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right. You're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right, all right. Well, we're back, we're back, we're back. Thank you very much for, uh, for, for being patient and, 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 and uh, staying along with us. All right, brother, so getting into this, this, this series that we're doing with, with this, let me spell it out. And dealing with this, this, this topic as far as denying Christ um, and uh, of, of denying Christ, some of the things that we're, that we're going, that, that we are going into um, are going to seem kind of morbid. They have, they, if you've been listening, keeping up with the series, it is kind of morbid because it, it, it's paying a, a, a true re- reality about what we're facing, what we're dealing with, and what we're going to be coming into as believers. As we're coming into the knowledge of understanding that we are the Hebrew Israelites and what that actually means, what, what that really means, what, 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 what's the benefit of knowing or us finding out now that we are the Hebrew Israelites? Well, if we understand biblical history, um, we, we know that Moses did lead the children of Israel out of Egypt during the time of the Egyptian Empire um, in, in ancient Egypt. Um, and that, that we spent the 40 years in the, in the wilderness after, after uh, being uh, freed from the slavery, the oppression, um, the rigors, uh, the atrocities of Egypt. We spent 40 years in, in, in the wilderness, and then under Joshua's tutelage um, and shepherdship, uh, we possessed uh, and had the conquest of the land of Canaan or the land of milk and honey, and we came into our possession as the 12 tribes of Israel, and that land became known now as the land of Israel because now we were living there. No, we were not possessors of it. Um, there was a covenant that was established between the Lord God, the Most High, and the nation of Israel at Mount Sinai. Uh, that covenant was that if, we were, if the Israelites would obey, obey God and have no other gods for him, the, the, the Ten Commandments, that God would be, be our God, the Most High would be our God, and we would be his people. Um, and we have vouched, or almost like my, uh, uh, wedding vows um, to one another from the Lord God, that he would be our God if we obeyed him. And on the Israelite side, that, yeah, upon our obedience, God would be our only God. Well, the Israelites, we broke that covenant. Right? We broke that covenant. God never broke his word. God never stopped. But the Israelites, we kept breaking that covenant. We stopped. We we, we stopped. We kept making that co- breaking that covenant. As a consequence of that, there were certain consequences and and, and curses that uh, we as Israelites had to endure. And one of the main ones is that we would forget our nationality, that we would forget who the hell we are, and that uh, according to Deuteronomy chapter twenty verse thirty seven, we would be called by other names. We instead of being known as Judah, Benjamin, Levi. Simeon, Zebulun, Ephraim, Manasseh, Gad, Reuben, Asher, and Naphtali, which is our, our, the, the, our ethnicity of who we truly are, we would forget who we are. And we would, we would, to where, and we'd be called by other names. Hence, we have so-called Negroes, so-called West Indians, Puerto Rican, North American Indians, similar Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians, Colombians, Panamanians, and so-called Mexicans here in North Central and South America. That that we that upon the age of conquest from the Spaniards coming from uh, starting with Christopher Columbus um, and, and, and sitting until this day, and with, with the, the transatlantic slave trade, 
We've been given titles and given names and labels that are misguided and misleading to who we actually are. But that was all, that was all prophesied by the Most High that we should have to endure those things because of our disobedience to God, because of our sins. Because of our sins, that was one of the punishments that we should have to endure and had to, and had to, have to go through. Um, but through the death of Christ, through the, the death and example of Jesus Christ, that now afforded the Israelites as being sinners, the whole nation being, being sinners, that now we would have the opportunity at repentance, that we were going to go through our punishments because we, we deserved it. But then there's going to be a time because of, of what Christ did that we were going to be able to return back to our nationality, return back to our identity, and now have a chance to repent, and to reflect and repent on Look at what the, we've gone through because of our sins as the nation of Israel, as the children of Israel. Look, look at how we've gone from the land of milk and honey, um, that, that from, from we, when we came out of Egypt, we went from the land of milk and honey, eventually getting kicked out of the promised land and being spread throughout the four corners of the earth and becoming uh, the original, uh, if it was there in Europe and, and, and Asia, becoming the original Anglo-Saxons becoming the original Anglos, becoming the, uh, the original Iberians of, of, of Spain, becoming the original uh, Visigoths and Goths, um, be, becoming um, the, we were the original, uh, the Israelites were the original Germans, the original Saxons, um, the original, uh, uh, how, uh, people of, uh, I guess say the original, but becoming the, uh, the empires of Russia, establishing an empires such as Great Britain, England, um, and Spain, uh, establishing St. Petersburg Square, um, going going like you know west and and, and east, now go, going south, establishing some of the great the great countries uh, empires of uh, in Ghana, um, in Timbuktu, and um, uh, other places in Africa, coming to the Americas and and becoming the Aztecs, the Incas, and the um, uh, uh, and the great empires uh, of the North American Indians. Uh, here in, in North America, the five civilized nations were having, that we, we would be kicked out of the promised land and that we would, be, we would go through these punishments uh, and we would establish these nations, we would establish these cities, but they would fall. We would establish these, these empires, these civilizations, but they would fall because of our disobedience, because of our sins. But it would come to the point where now, again, as I was saying, because of Christ's sacrifice, that we would, give, we, we would be given the chance to repent. But we had to find out who we are and to find out again that we are the Israelites and for all the things that we have started as Israelites and, and have failed and, and, and have come to not because of our disobedience to God, because of our sins to God, that now we have a chance to repent uh, and, and now be delivered uh, uh, through what the world knows as Armageddon uh, and now be delivered through World War III, be delivered um, and Christ returning. And establishing the kingdom to Israel, establishing the kingdom to the Israelites, uh, according to Acts chapter one and verse six. So the significance of that is, is is great in us now waking up and finding out we're the Israelites. You start to do the acts of repentance. Start to actually do what it takes to repent as a nation for the things that we did do against God, that the Israelites did against God. In that process, in that journey, in the kingdom being reestablished back to the Israelites, being given back to us, um, purely by the grace and mercy of, of, of the Most High and of Jesus Christ, 
that in that journey, there's going to be things we're going to still go through. There's going to be some persecutions. There's going to be some some uh, afflictions. There's going to be some some infirmities. There's going to be be it's going to be a word of hell getting back. I'm, I'm just say like that. It's going it's going to be some real trials for us getting back and things getting established. So with that being said, uh, I just want to read real quick St. John chapter 16 and verse 1. The book of St. John chapter 16 and verse 1. Well, Christ said this, all right? This is Christ saying this. These are the words of Christ in red. That in St. John chapter 16 verse 1, Christ tells us this. These things have I spoken unto you, that you should not be offended. That one thing we know about Christ, especially when we go to Revelations, and, um, or it tells us Revelation chapter 19 verse 10, that Christ is the spirit of that the spirit of Christ is the spirit of, of prophecy. That the testimony of Christ, I'm sorry, that the testimony of Christ, you're dealing with the spirit of prophecy. That if you're really dealing with Jesus Christ, you're dealing with prophecy. All right, that He's going to let you know, let us know things that are going to happen before they happen. That's that's part of the power of the Most High. That's part part of the power of God. Not the only power of God, but part of the power of God is that He can call His shot and can't nobody change it. He can call and say what's going to happen. And though it might take 2,000 years, though it might take 4,000 years, ain't nothing going to stop what he says is going to happen. That nobody is above him that's going to come back and veto, check, stop, uh, filibuster what he's got going on. It's just impossible. It's not going to happen. All right? That his word, if he says it's going to happen, it's going to happen. So in dealing with, this, with Christ and the Spirit and his testimony, he's telling us here in St. John 16 and 1 once again, these things have I spoken to you that you should not be offended. That he's going to give the warning. He's going to let us know things are going to happen before it happens so we don't get offended. And, 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 and as things happen, uh, it'd be real easy for us to take the mindset of, well, nobody told me. Well, I didn't know it was going to be like this. Um, why is it so hard? Why is it so difficult? Um, uh, why, why is this happening? That if we understand the power, part of the power of Christ is the prophecies. Part of the power of Christ is the prophecies that he gives us and he shared with us, that he shares with us. Give me one second, but I'm telling you to enlarge the screen real quick. That's part of, part of the power of Christ, all right? It's, uh, not the only power, but that is part of the power of Christ, that he's going to tell us what's going to happen before it happens, all right? Well, let me say John chapter 16 and verse 4, all right? Say John chapter 16 verse 4. Um, again, the words of Christ in red, this is what Christ tells us again. By these things have I told you that when the time shall come, you may remember that I told you of them. And these things I said not unto you at the beginning because I was with you. So he said, <coughs> again, I'm, he, Christ is telling us before things happen, so as they happen, we don't get offended. Or we don't get get caught so totally off guard that, that we don't know what to do, that we panic. Or, as, as it says, we get offended. That I didn't know following you, Christ, or, or obeying you by doing what you want done, that these, I was going to suffer these type of things. That I was going to go through these type of things. When we read St. John chapter 15, verse 11, uh, St. John chapter 15, verse 11, It says, these things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. Now, I know a lot of people will read this scripture, and they see the words joy, and that your joy might be full. And we want to take kind of a selfish 
look or perspective at this scripture right here. But if we keep it in context with everything that, that Christ is talking about, these things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you. I'm telling you what's going to happen. I'm telling you what's going to happen before it happens so that now you have the joy that, you know, Christ did tell us about this, so let's continue. Christ told us this bump in the road was going to happen. He told us this was going to happen. That's supposed to be a joy that, wow, Christ cared enough to tell us what's going to happen before it happens. And that we, our joy might be full in, wow, he really is our Lord. He really is our Savior. He really is the, the Prince of Peace. That he did. He warned us about this before it happened. And then we have the, the example of how he lived and what he did, that when it happened to him, he left us an example. So he does love us. He does care about us. This ain't talking about that whatever joy I, I have, that Christ is giving me the, my own personal joy. Because in this, this present world today, you have pedophiles. You have uh, pedophiles who grown-ass men who are literally in love and have, have they don't even call it a sexual They're trying to get it so it's not even a sexual perversion, but it's, 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 it is a love that they have of minors. And that it's their joy to share their love with minors. I'm not talking about love for sports. I ain't talking about a love, a love for, for, for the arts and for music. I'm talking about a physical, physical intimacy. That, that would be, that's the joy of a, of a pedophile, to be physically intimate with, with, a, with a minor. It's that, Christ said, come to and feel that type of joy. And I'm, I'm using that as an example for a, 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 a far perversion, an extreme perversion, then come back to, to just a person. You just want to fulfill your joy, what makes you feel good. The, 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 the Alistair Crowley um, uh, uh, quote that Jay-Z was wearing on, on one of his sweatshirts uh, a couple of years back that says, the only law is do what thou wilt. That that's, that is one of the laws, one of the first laws of Satanism. Do what you want. Do as thou wilt. If it, if it makes you feel good, if it makes you happy, do it. No holds barred. The, 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 the sky is the limit. Don't let nobody hold you back. That, that's one of the first tenets of Satanism. Do for you. So that's not the joy that Christ is talking about here in St. John chapter 15, verse 11. These things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full, that we have a joy of now going through what we're going through because it makes Christ happy. Because, and we have a joy that Christ told us this going to happen, so let's endure. Let's keep going. He told us it's going to happen. He showed us it was going to happen. He went through it first. If we follow his example, we can make it also. As opposed to just being offended and be like, why I got to go through this? I, I've been through so much of my life already. I've, 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 I've had to face so many, so many obstacles and so many things that now I'm looking for mine and I'm having to face this now. I'm having to face that now. I got to keep giving. We're supposed to have a joy that we're actually been told and shown how to follow the steps of Christ, that when Christ suffered and told us he's going to suffer, what was the reward he got for going through the suffering when he went through it? He's sitting on the right hand of, of the power of the Most High. And he said that where I am, I want you to be there also. Follow me, and you'll sit up here with me. 
you'll sit up here with me, fulfilling my joy. But he told us these things before, all right? Matthew chapter 11, verse 6. Um, and it says, blessed is, uh, Matthew chapter 11, verse 6. It says, and blessed is he, whosoever shall not be offended in me. That as, as in following Christ, being true Christians, um, and following in his footsteps, that there's going to be certain things that we go through. And he told us about it first. He, he's telling us about it. You're going to go through these things. These things are going to happen. Again, so when it does happen, that you're not offended to it now, I'm not dealing with this. I'm just, I, didn't, I didn't sign up for this. This ain't what it's supposed to be about. When we go to now, jump to Matthew chapter 13, verse 21. When we go to Matthew chapter 13, verse 21. Uh, and it, this is what it says. Again, the words of Christ in red, so this is Christ speaking. Or who, who we see in the Paleo Hebrew, Yahweh Shai speaking. Matthew chapter 13, verse 21. Yet hath he not root in himself, but doeth for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, by and by he is offended. So again, for Christ to tell us that things are going to happen, there's going to be a lot of individuals, a lot of Israelites, a lot of people, a lot of believers that they really aren't taking the words of Christ to, to heart. They're really not, not, it's really just a surface, just skimming over things and not really understanding or locking in to what it really means to be a follower of Christ, to be a Christian, to be a biblical Christian. Because it's not really taking the heart. Says so a person will have no root in themselves. They'll endure for a while. But listen, it says, for when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, by and by they are offended. More and more and more they get offended because they, they, they didn't take the words of Christ serious. A person did not take the words of Christ serious about what, what we're going to be facing being his followers. And it's through that offense, brothers and sisters, that we start to deny Christ. We start to deny uh, what he went through, uh, what he did, how he lived, and that how, what his followers are going to have to go through. Because, of uh, again, the, the tribulation or the persecution that's going to arise because of the word. That a person will get offended, and now we're going to start to deny Christ. But I'm going to start denying that I got to go through this type of suffering. That I can't deal with this rejection. I can't deal with... with, with um, since I started following the Bible and I, I'm, I'm doing what the scripture says, I'm following what Christ did, that I, I'm catching more heat. I'm, catch, I'm catching more smoke. Nah, this ain't for me. This ain't for me. But again, Christ told us about these things. All right? Christ told us about these things. So I just want, again, just kind of preface that as, as we continue on with this class. Uh, that, that, that's a summary of some of the things that, that not, not even a summary. That, that's a cap on some things that we've been going over in this series to deny Christ. Right? And this, and this, it, it, now it's a five-part series to deny Christ. That there's going to be certain that He keeps telling us there's going to be certain things we're going to have to endure. There's going to be certain things that that, that we're going that we're going to have to go through as being His followers, as being the true biblical Christians. All right. From there, uh, let's go to Matthew chapter ten and verse twenty-six now. Let's go to Matthew chapter 10, and we're going to start at verse 26. The book of Matthew, chapter 10, and verse 26. So not only has Christ been warning us about not to be offended or, or letting us know 
I'm telling these things so that when it happens, you're not going to be offended. Keeping with that mindset, now we're in Matthew chapter 10, verse 26. And he says, fear them not, therefore. Because above this in, in this chapter, and we, and we covered this in other parts of the series, it's talking about how the times have come that for following Christ, people are going to think they're doing God a service by killing those who are actually following Christ. That the, the, the persecution, the hatred, the affliction, it'll get so great and so steep um, that people are being revealed for who they really are. That in being a follower of Christ, a physical follower of Christ, is not about our words, but it's about now our actions. Start to show, like Christ with the Pharisees, that other people are full of shit. You say you love Christ, but now when we read the commandments and we read the scriptures, and it's time to apply what the scripture says, you don't want to, a person doesn't want to do that. But they, they've been going to church for, for, for decades. Um, they pray over everything. Um, they only listen to the gospel music. And now we actually go back and start reading what the scripture actually says. Now they start getting offended and start getting mad, start getting angry. But why aren't family traditions being kept? Why aren't uh, worldly traditions being kept? Why aren't church traditions being kept? And as we keep getting to the scriptures, it keeps revealing people that you say you love God, but when we read these scriptures, you say you love Jesus, but when we read the scriptures, about how we, a Christian, a true Christian should be acting. Not a church Christian, not a religious Christian, but a biblical Christian should be acting, should, uh, should, be, uh, should be behaving. That now it reveals people to be hypocrites. Now it, reveals, it starts to reveal people for, for you're a hypocrite. If you love God and we're reading God's word, you should, you, it should be no reason or no, it shouldn't be hard for you to adjust. It shouldn't be hard for, for, for there to be an adjustment, but the truth of people gets revealed, and this is where the hatred really starts to come out. This is where the afflictions and the persecutions are come out. This is where the, it's the, you're in, where, that you, those teaching the biblical truth, now you're in a cult. You, you're, um, uh, you're wrong. You've, you've been brainwashed. Um, uh, the, 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 these people have a, a stronghold over their mind. There's something going on that that's where all this type of heat starts to come from. So Christ is telling us here in Matthew chapter 10, verse 26, fear them not, therefore, for there is nothing covered that should not be revealed and hid that should not be known, that there's nothing going on that the most high Christ are not, not aware of. Remember this, brothers and sisters. Um, let me find the scripture real quick. In the Apocrypha, when we go to Ecclesiasticus or Syriac, uh, which is one that might be more easier comfort for you, um, I'm used to the Ecclesiasticus. In, Ecclesi- in the Apocrypha, Ecclesiasticus, chapter 23, verse 19, it says this, that, let, 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 me, let me go ahead and just pull it up. We'll start with 18. In Ecclesiasticus, Ecclesiasticus chapter 23, verse 18 and 19, verse 18 says, a man that breaketh wedlock, saying thus in his heart, Who seeth me? I am compassed about with darkness. The walls cover me, and nobody seeth me. 
What need I to fear? The most I will not remember my sins. That people can be doing wrong and be doing malicious, maliciously and treating others, treating others bad. Like in, in the example of a man bringing breadlock, and it's talking about a whoremonger and adulterer who, who messes with other men's women. And this person might be, be getting away with it, and they're thinking that they're, they're safe, they're covered, that, that, that ain't nothing going to happen to them. But it, in verse 19, it's going to give us some understanding about verse 18 and, and that, that mentality, that a person's doing things, and it seems like they're, they're getting away with it. For the victim of the mistreatment, for the victims of the maliciousness, for the victims of the injustice that, 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 that takes place, it can lead a person to really think that I've got no help. Um, nobody sees what's going on. And this person is just allowed to do what they have, whatever the hell they want to do, and there's no payback. There's no, there's no um, uh, uh, reparations. There's no, there's no restitution. There, there, there's no justice. So a person will, 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 will be, has a tendency to want to take matters in their own hands. A person has that tendency that, you know, I'm not going to let, I'm, 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 I'm going to stop this. That I'm going to take matters in my own hands. <clears throat> so, but just like the, the person who feels they're getting away with it and nobody's going to say nothing to them, but also not to the victims of that same, that same thing. Ecclesiastes chapter 20 verse 19 tells us, such a man only fears the eyes of men and knoweth not that the eyes of the Lord are 10,000 times brighter than the sun, beholding all the ways of men and considering the most secret parts. So there will be a time that when we're, we're going, a person is being victimized, being persecuted for the word of God, for, for, for changing their behavior, for changing the, the way they worship, to a biblical worship, to a biblical way of doing things, and, and the smoke and the heat that might come from that, and the feeling that no one sees what I'm going through. The scripture is saying what? God's eyes are 10,000 times brighter than the sun. He sees and is writing down everything. There is going to be justice. There is going to be um, uh, justice. Right now, it's just our test. It's just your test. Are you going to do like this person and take matters to your own hands? Based on how you feel, in the same way that they're moving based on how they feel, are you going to move based on how you feel? So now you will be held just as guilty as that person. So this, again, this is what Christ is telling us. Here in Matthew chapter 10 and verse, uh, verse 26. Let me pick up. Let me pick up my, my notes. In Matthew chapter 10 verse 26, fear them not, therefore, for there is nothing covered that should not be revealed and hidden that should not be known. Verse 27. Uh, Matthew chapter 10 verse 27. What I tell you in darkness, that speak in, in, in light. Don't be afraid to speak the truth. 
We can't be afraid to speak the truth. And when I say the truth, not just, just the truth of our feelings, the truth of God's word, the truth of the scriptures. He says, don't be afraid to speak this because you're afraid of the offense. Afraid it's going to offend people, so I don't want to say nothing to them. I don't want to tell them what the scripture says because that's going to offend them. And now they may, they may want to cause me harm. They may want to, want to uh, uh, reject me. They may want to, want to separate themselves from me. It says, when I tell you in darkness, that speak ye in light. Don't be afraid to tell people. Don't be afraid to share people, share scriptures in God's way with people. Don't be afraid of their reaction. Um, and what, what you hear in, in the ear, that preachy upon the housetops. Scream it, scream it loud. Let it be known. Put the words of God out there. Let the scriptures be heard. Verse 28. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. Because in doing this, this is why I say don't be afraid, because people will get so angry that, yes, they might come with that type of rage and fury. They want to kill the messengers of God. That's why that, that saying came up. Don't, don't hate the message or don't kill the messenger. I'm just delivering you God's word. Why are you taking this so personal? And that's how many people take this when you start being about God's word and you really are giving the scriptures. You are, you are giving not only the scriptures, understanding the scriptures, there's going to be attacks. There's going to be an attack. And, and Christ is saying, if it goes to the far extreme, verse 28, and fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. But rather, fear him that is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Don't worry about them. If this is why you're going to feel like you can't speak what the scripture says, that you can't do what the scripture says. Just don't fear their reaction. Worry about letting the most high down. The one who can destroy not just your physical body, and you worry about the pain you might go through, you worry about the emotion you might go through, the separation anxiety. Don't worry about that. Worry about what God thinks. Who, your body, people can afflict your body. Physical torture, like what Christ went through. There can be a physical torture, no doubt. But that doesn't mean that they can touch your your, your soul. If, if the pain is that bad, the most I will give you that escape, you'll pull your soul out the body. You'll die. You'll be unalive, as they say. The physical body can only take so much. But what, what's going on where your soul can now be touched? After death, your soul could be touched? And that's not, that's not a far-fetched uh, uh, notion. Let's go to First Ezra chapter 9, or Second Ezra chapter 9, in the Apocrypha again. Um, I'm sorry, 2nd Ezra chapter 9 and verse 9. I'm in the Apocrypha. I'm in the book of 2nd Ezra chapter 9 and verse 9. Uh, and I'm piggybacking off of the precept where, where Christ just tells us about don't fear those who can kill the body, 
but rather fear him who can kill both the body and soul in hell. So now I'm going to the second answer, chapter 9, verse 9, to, get, to help hopefully um, uh, open this up and get some more understanding with this right here. Second answer, second answer chapter 9, verse 9. says, Then shall they be in pitiful case, which now have abused my ways. That the times will come that those that have abused the ways of, of the Most High Christ, that, that, that have abused his ways, it says they're going to be in a pitiful case. And they that have cast them, uh, away despitefully shall dwell in torments. And those that have cast away God's ways despitefully, that as the scripture comes out, that they willfully go against the scriptures just to establish their own will, just to establish their own, their, their own mindset. That I'm not going to do what the Bible says. I'm going to do what's in my head. And I don't care if you read me the Bible. I'm not dealing with that. I got my own belief. You got your belief. I'm doing it my way. And if you keep coming at me, we're going to have an issue. You keep showing me that Bible, there's going to be some issues and problems. Don't show me the Bible. Don't show me what the Bible says. Don't show me that I'm wrong. So they're going to despitefully throw away the, the warnings that they're being given. And now in verse 10, second chapter 9, verse 10. For such as in their lives have received benefits, and have not known me. And brothers and sisters, this always scares me when, when I go over the scripture right here. That there's people in this world who have received benefits and God had nothing to do with it. Because the mentality is if you get some type of benefit, first first I like to thank God, so without God I am nothing and we can have we can have nothing. You can say that, but that's not what the Bible says. For such as in their life have received benefits. And have not known me. Remember, brothers and sisters, the temptation of Christ. Where, where Satan came to him and said what? All this power will I give thee. All this power and fame will I give thee, if thou wilt bow down to worship me. For all these things are delivered into my hand, and I can give to whomsoever I want to, if you'll bow down and worship me. So there's people who are enjoying benefits because of Satan, because Job 9.24 the earth is given to the hand of the wicked. That this present evil earth, Galatians chapter 1 verse 4, this present evil earth is given to Satan. So if you follow Satan, you please yourself. You be about yourself. It's all about you who? Yeah. So it's all about you. You can receive benefits and, and God ain't got nothing to do with it. Reading on, verse, uh, verse 11. Like, to give an example, you have a lot of, uh, with this LGBTQ madness, abominations that's, that's taking place. RuPaul, how many TV shows does this abomination have? And how wealthy is he? She, what, uh, it. There's no way it can be said that God is blessing that when God says that's an abomination. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 5. It tells us plain and clear. The woman should not put on, uh, I'm, I'm misquoting it now, let me pull it up. And I, I don't want to pull it from second as I want to make sure we keep that.
Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 5 says, The woman shall not wear that which pertains unto a man. Neither shall a man put on a woman's garment. For all that do so are abominations to the Lord that God. God, the transgender, transdressing, um, transvestite, God calls that an abomination. That's not a lifestyle. God calls that an abomination. So people can be participating in that lifestyle and receiving benefits. Receiving wealth. Receiving the joy of their hearts. And you got those benefits and God has nothing to do with it. So coming back now to second Ezra chapter nine verse nine, it says, Then shall they be in pitiful case, which now have abused my ways, and they that have cast them away despitefully shall dwell in torments. Verse ten. For such as in their lives have received benefits and have not known me. And they that have loathed my law, while they yet had, had liberty, and when as yet place of repentance was open unto them, understood not, but despised it. That doing things, that God said that all things be done decently and in order, I'm not, I don't care about God's order. I'm only know about my feelings. I'm, I'm a slave to my feelings. I'm a slave to my emotions. I'm not doing. I'm not going to do it that way. If it comes to following Christ, and now it means that there's going to be a, a, a division in the family, that there's going to be a separation in the family because I'm following Christ. I'm I'm following the biblical scriptures. I'm following Christ through the Bible, and now it, it's got some tension with me and the rest of my family. Okay, and I'm, not, I'm and a person's not willing to deal with that. Even when Christ said it was going to happen. As it starts to happen, no, I'm not willing to go ahead and throw in my family because they're the only ones that know me. That they're the only ones that care about me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I'm not. I'm not going to betray what my mom says because all she's been through. I'm not going to betray what my dad said because all that he's been through. And yeah, he might not uh, believe in the scriptures, but I know he loves me, so I can't let him down. I'm not going to let him down. Okay. Verse 11 says what? And they that have loathed my law. Second Ezra chapter nine verse eleven, and they that have loathed my law, while they had yet liberty, when there was a the time to change, to not hear what the scripture says and to change. They had liberty, and when as yet place of repentance was open unto them. All right, now you're finding out what you're doing wrong in the eyes of God. Now it's time to repent. Reading on, it says understood not. You understand that that that. This is the time of liberty for us to change. Not to keep doing as we feel what comes to our own mind, but we have the liberty now to change, to repent. And it's telling us that there's going to be people who don't understand that, but despise it. Like, I'm I'm tired of feeling a prisoner. I'm tired of feeling I just can't do what I want to do. I I look around me and I see everybody doing what they want to do and and living high off the hog. And no, I'm not living this way no more. I'm, I'm going to finally go ahead and take matters in my own hand. I'm going to do for me. It's time for me to go ahead and do for me. Forget Christ and esteeming others better than myself. It's time for me to do for me. I'm tired of being put on the back burner. I'm, try, I'm tired of being last. I'm, I, I deserve to look out for me since nobody else is. 
So if nobody sees what I'm going through, cool. Then that just means I got to go ahead and take matters in my own hands. That's the person despising what they're going through, not looking at what the life of Christ, not looking at what Christ went through, not looking at the example that Christ left us. Now reading on, verse 12, 2 Ezra chapter 9, verse 12. The same must know it after death by pain. But sister, again, that's one of the ones that, that to even try and, 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 and think about what that means, how the hell is it that you have to get that you're not going to experience pain until after you die? That now it's, it's your soul, not your physical body. It's your soul. That to me is crazy. That to me is crazy. That you're not going to get your payback until after you physically die? Mm. So when Christ tells us, going back to Matthew chapter 10 now, going back to Matthew chapter 10 and verse 28, and he says, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Come on, y'all. Are not two sparrows, reading on verse 29, are not two sparrows sold for, for a farthing? And one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father. That two birds, two, uh, two sparrows, two, some chickens, they sold wherever. It says, are not two sparrows sold for a farthing? And one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father. That the most high is watching is, is so particular and watching everything and knows everything that's going on. He knows when he, he sees everything is, is the point. For us to get to a point where we feel like and, and these thoughts do come up, brothers and sisters, no one sees what I'm going through. Nobody cares about what I'm going through. I need to comfort myself with drink, with smoking. Binge watching TV. Um, some people it, it might be um, uh, food. I'm gonna just I'm I'm gonna be a foodie. I'm just gonna eat. I'm gonna comfort eat until I just feel better. I'm gonna just I'm 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 gonna be a glutton. I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm going to I'm gonna eat till I hurt myself. I'm on video games. I'm gonna just play video games just to get ease my mind. I'm going to find some comfort somewhere. I'm going to watch porn. I'm going to watch me a lot of porn. I'm going to smoke me a lot of weed. I'm going to do a lot of drinking. I'm going to watch a lot of porn. I'm going to be about me. I'm going to find some way of comforting myself. I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to remember how my life was before I came in, into the knowledge of the truth. I'm just going to surround myself with those things that where I can find me some comfort. Because it seems like no one cares what I'm going through. Verse 30, uh, Matthew chapter 10, verse 30. But the very hairs of your head 
are all numbered. Fear you not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. Yes, the most I know is when a bird falls off, a, a, a baby falls out the nest. He's aware of it. He knows what's happening. And that baby bird that falls out the nest becomes the, the meal for the ant. Then the most I need to take care of the ants also? Then they got to eat? He knows what he's doing. He knows what's going on. He knows what's happening. And then Christ is telling us, but the very hairs of your head are numbered. You, you know, in the movies, you'll see in the movies where they say, you better not touch not one hair on her head. I swear to God, you touch one hair of her head. This is what Christ is saying. That the very hairs of our head are numbered. Fear not. Therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. Continuing on, verse 32. Matthew chapter 10, verse 32. Whosoever, therefore, shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father, which is in heaven. A lot of times, especially from a church perspective, we'll just, they'll just jump straight to the scripture and say, you have to confess uh, God, Christ before men. And I've seen this trying to be applied. When I was in Miami, when I was living in Florida, uh, with four of my son's um, uh, mother, when I was living in Florida, uh, we had a, a, a small apartment in uh, in Fort Lauderdale, and the school was was in in North North Miami. And when the cars would be down, I had to take the bus. When when the cars be down, because you know it does happen, I have to take the bus. And I remember in particular, I get on the bus, and at this one bus stop, every single day I was on the bus at this particular time, there'd be this man that would get on the bus. He'd pay his fare, he'd try to sit in the front, and then he would always stand up, and he would scream or or say it rather loud, not screaming, he'd say it rather loud. Jesus Christ is Lord. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And then he would sit down and he would have the most content look on his face. Like he just really did something. That he confessed Jesus Christ in front of men. He he did do that. And if you look at just Matthew ten thirty two, it would seem like, yeah, that's scripture. But if you if you don't have the context of, of all the chapter of Matthew ten, where Christ has opened up warning us that a hey, the times will come that those that kill you are thinking they're doing God a service. And as, as we're going to keep reading, we're going to find out that, that the ones that he's talking about confessing to is the people that are closest to us, not complete strangers. Y'all, y'all, y'all remember you know, Jerry Springer, as, as, as he passed away here recently, or the Morning Pulpit Show, or, or Jerry, uh, what was that, the Richard Bay Show, or any of them damn type of shows. Um, Steve Bilko, um, uh, 
Jerry Springer's um, uh, security guard had his own show of people going on there and acting complete idiots. People going there and acting like complete fools. It's easy to confess shit to a stranger. You ain't got to see them. That is rather easy, brother. Let's be honest. That's why people can get on those shows and confess some of the most crazy of, of, of things that's going on. Like, and that's where the fights and stuff would start. Y'all remember that? Like, you gonna bring me on 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 on, on national television in front of everybody and, and tell them this? You couldn't tell me this in private. Yeah, because they're strangers. I don't have to interact with you every single day. It's a one and done. I don't have to be around you. So I can tell you anything and, and, and keep it moving. But when you're going to confess these type of things and confess the reality of Christ to your loved ones who you know, who know you, who are, who are entrenched in their traditions, entrenched in, 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 in their false religions and you don't see them every single day the look of disappointment where especially the ones that's closest to you you can read their body language the best the the the, the annoyance the disappointment the anger the the, the rolling of the eyes the sucking of the teeth like oh, 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 here we go again you can really pull the Bible out again? Or is this where we're really going? And that was something having an effect. But this, this is who Christ is talking about confessing to. Confessing Christ. We got to go through this. That's wrong. That's not how Christ did it. This is what the Bible says. And that just getting on a loudspeaker and, and screaming out, Jesus Christ is coming. He loves everybody. Repent. And you keep it moving? No. Verse 33. Matthew chapter 10, verse 32 and 33. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess before my Father, which is in heaven. But, but, verse 33, but, Whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father, which is in heaven. Then we're denial, y'all. He, he, first he's warning us, fear not. This is going to happen. Going back all, all the way to the top of the, of, of the chapter, Matthew chapter 10. Don't fear. You're going to be okay. And now don't, don't be hesitant to confess the scriptures, confess the word of God. In the midst of people being mad, being angry, being upset, especially the ones you love, the ones that are close to you. Verse 33, But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father, which is in heaven. Verse 34. Listen, listen y'all. Verse 34. And Meshavim, also listen up. Matthew chapter 10, verse 34. Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. Contrary to every Christmas carol, Contrary to every religion that's out here, Matthew chapter 10, verse 34, 
Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. What's the sword used for, brothers and sisters? To kill. And who's saying this? Whose words were, 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 were dictated and written down? Who the world calls Jesus Christ. Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. Verse 35. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. I, I know for a lot of people this is shocking, and, and the normal reaction is not my Jesus. That now that I, I, I'm following Christ, I'm in the scriptures, I'm turning my life around, that everything around me is supposed to get more pleasant. But that's not what Christ is saying right here. Again, one in the book of Matthew chapter 10, I'm in verse 35. And it says, For I am come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Against. Christ, I'm coming to cause variance. When we go look at the word, as we look at the word variance, in, in the um, Webster's 1820 Dictionary. Look at, looking at the word variance, it says, uh, uh, in law, it says, an alteration of something formerly laid in a writ, or a difference between a declaration and a, and a writ, and the deed on which it is uh, grounded. So variance, in dealing with, with law, it says something... Um, an, an alteration of something formally laid that Christ is coming to bring variance against things that people have been doing, traditions that we've been keeping, that he's coming to alter, to change something that's been laid down. So what we've been taught through religion, what we've been taught through society, Christ is coming to alter that to where it's going to cause families to separate, not come together, but to separate, to where it might bring out a sword. Definition number, let me, let me what, what, which one is this? Definition number three, brothers and sisters. Definition number three for variance. Definition number three, different, difference that produces this or controversy, disagreement, dissension, discord, as in a mere variance may become a uh, a war. Without a spirit of uh, condensation, there will be an everlasting variance. So Christ is saying, "I'm I'm come to set a man at variance with his with his father." Again, dealing with the definition of variance, a difference that produces dispute or Controversy. But I know this goes so contrary to what we've been taught through pseudo-Christianity, uh, what we've been conditioned to believe through pseudo-Christianity 
and, and, and straight up just lies. They have no biblical uh, uh, foundation at all. As we read the Bible, though, Christ is telling us, and he's telling, I'm telling you, before it happens, before this happens, I'm telling you about it. Again, Matthew chapter 10, verses 34 and 35. Think not that I have come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. Verse 35. For I am come to set a man at variance, a difference that produces, what would this read? A difference that produces dispute or controversy. For I am come to set a man at variance to cause disputes or controversy between a man and his father and the daughter against her mother. Yes, there's going to be some disagreements. There's going to be some differences that's supposed to cause disputes and controversy between a daughter and her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. This is what Christ is saying he's coming to do, that, that this is part of his purpose. And when it starts to happen, we're not supposed to get offended. I'm losing my father. I'm losing my mother. The daughter-in-law is against the mother-in-law. The mother-in-law is against the daughter-in-law. Verse 36, and a man's foes shall be they of his own household. The ones closest to you. Reading on. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and follows after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. He told us that this is going to happen before it happens. I'm just going to seek in for a second, brother and sister. I really am. We're reading it, but a lot of people will be offended and like, no, I'm not doing. Nope. If my mom, if my mama don't like this, it's funny how. We, you can show people the scriptures, and one of the first things they'll say is, well, I got to check on my dad first. My, dad, my dad's a reverend. My dad's a pastor. You're reading them what the scripture says. You have them read what the Bible says, and they say, no, I got to ask the dad first. No, I got to check on my mama. See what she, you know, my mama says that that's not right. Because according to gospel hymn number whatever, 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 um, uh, what you read in the Bible, that thing, that, 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 the Bible don't say that. 
The hell you mean? That's that. That's not what God meant. Then what did He mean? Or the classic, that's not my Jesus. My Jesus won't want me to go through these things. My Jesus knows how my life has been and what I've been through. So why would my Jesus want me to go through that type of suffering? Why would my Jesus want me to be separated and that a man's foes to be his own household? Why would my Jesus won't do that, even though we can read it here in black and white? Matter of fact, as we're here... Um, Matthew chapter 10, verse 36. I want to look in, in my comparison Bibles and see what some other version of Matthew chapter 10, verse 36 says and some of these other versions of, of, of other Bibles. All right. Um, in the AFV, and the AFV is the The AFV is a faithful version of the Bible. The AFV, and it says, a man's enemies shall be those of his own household. Okay? In the, <laughs> in the Bible in basic English, in the Bible in basic English from Matthew chapter 10, verse 36, it says, and a man shall be hated by those of his house. For following Christ, the biblical Christ, a man should be hated by those of his house. That's in, in the Bible, but to English. In the Beeren Study Bible, in, in, a Be- in the Beeren Study Bible, it says, a man's enemies will be the members of his own household. Looking at some of the other versions. Ooh, the CEV, the... What is the CEV? The CEV is the, in the contemporary English version, in the contemporary English version on the CEV, it says, your worst enemies will be in your own family. Good Lord. That's how this is translated in the the CEV. The common English version of the Bible. Let's see. Uh, in the Darby Bible, it says, and they of his household shall be a man's enemies. In the in the ESV, and a person's enemies will be those of his own household. In the ESV Plus, same thing, um, in exegesis, uh, what is this? The EERB. The exegesis uh, ready research Bible. In the exegesis ready, uh, a study Bible, ready research Bible says, and a man's or a human's foes shall be they of his own household. In the good news Bible, it says, your worst enemies will be the members of your own family. That's a good news Bible. Your worst enemies will be the members of your own family. Um, good Lord. What is this, sir? In the literal study version, 
if I'm saying this right. It says, a person's enemies will include members of his own family. A man's supposed to be uh, David's his own household. A man's supposed to be David's his own house. Um, wow. In the LITV, in the LITV, in the LITV is the literal translation of the Holy Bible. In the LITV, the literal translation of the Holy Bible, it says, one's hostile to the man shall be those of his own house. Those hostile to the man shall be they of his own house. And then I have a quote, Lord, uh, Micah chapter 7, verse 6. Um, and enemies of a, man's, of a man are those of his house. A man's foes shall be those of his own household. And the enemies of a man are those of his household. Right, I've got to post this one. Yeah, I'm putting these on Facebook, y'all. You know, I'm, I'm going to do it like this. I'll post that later. I'll, I'm going to finish the class up. So I'm, I'm reading this. We're not supposed to be offended when these things happen. We're not supposed to be, we're not supposed to be so shocked and bewildered. Like, damn, why is this happening? Why is it that the ones closest to me are, 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 are doing this or acting like this? Because it's written. This is supposed to strengthen us in God's word when we see these things happening. This is why it says, brothers and sisters, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman who needed not to be ashamed, rightly, Dividing the word of truth. Reading on, brothers and sisters. Reading on. This is uh, Matthew chapter 10, verse 36. And a man's foes shall be there of his household. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and follows after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. Verse 40. Matthew chapter 10, verse 40. He that receiveth you, receiveth me. And he that receiveth and he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. To be afraid to, to, to give the scriptures to our to our, our family, our household, because of their reaction, they're not being given an opportunity to receive Christ. Because of, of fear of their reaction. Not want to let them down. 
Matthew chapter 10, verse 40. He that receiveth you, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. Verse 41. He that re- receiveth a prophet. And if we're keeping this in context, brothers and sisters, are you seeing that he, he, he's in this whole discussion that Christ is having? He's talking about a, a, a man's household becoming his enemies, a man's household becoming his foes. This isn't talking about strangers. It's about those closest to him. And that he that receives you receives me. When we give them Christ's words, that's their opportunity to make a choice to do what Christ says. It's also going to be, a, that is their choice. That's their opportunity to make the right decision. But I'm going to hold back saying things so that they cannot have, make the right decision. That's cruel. Because I'm afraid of how they're going to look at me, how they're going to treat me. Verse 40, he that receiveth you, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. He that receiveth a prophet, in the name of a prophet, shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receiveth a righteous man, in the name of a righteous man, shall receive a righteous man's reward. That, that if they can see, if I, when our family members can get to a point where they see this ain't personal, but this is what the book says, they can receive reward also. They'll be recognized. That this ain't just your personal opinion. This is what the scripture says. And they receive it like that? That this is the word of God? That somebody was, was ready to confess the words of God? The words of the Most High in Christ? To give them an opportunity to repent? Verse 42. Matthew chapter 10, verse 42. And whosoever shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water, only in the name of a disciple, someone who's just being a student. Now, I'm not a master teacher. I, 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 I ain't an expert at this, but I'm sharing with you these scriptures that I've got. I'm still a student. I'm still learning. But they help you out. It says, Verily I say unto you, he shall not lose his reward. From there, brothers and sisters, let's go to Matthew chapter 16, verse 23. Let's go to Matthew chapter 10, uh, 16, I'm sorry. Matthew chapter 16, verse 23 through 28. Matthew chapter 16, verse 23. And he says, but he turned and said unto Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art offense unto me. Now, this is Christ, and we, 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 we've, we've been over this before, but just, just to highlight this and, and bring it up now in, in, in this, this year, and understanding the feelings of Christ, that Peter was like, no, this is right after Christ announced that he's got to go to Jerusalem and, and be put to death, be, betray, be betrayed, be hated on, and be put to death. 
And Fear's like, nah, we ain't going to let you go through that because, hell, if we're following you, no, we ain't not, not going to let that happen. But listen to what Christ is saying here in Matthew chapter 16, verse 23. But he turned and said unto Peter, yes, Peter, yes, St. Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me. Christ is telling Peter right here. Obviously, it, 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 it wasn't forever. But he's telling Peter right here, you are, you are an offense to me. Why? For thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. You're not thinking about what the Most High wants. You think about how, how men should react. You're not thinking about what the Most High thinks. You're reacting like men react, all in your emotions. How people react. All in your emotions. And not thinking about, okay, but well, what does the most I want? So Christ told him, you are an offense, you are, you are an offense to me. Verse 24. Then said Jesus, or Yahweh Shai, unto his disciples, if any man will come after me. Let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Deny yourself and take up this burden and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man property if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul. Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he shall reward every man according to his works. Verse 28, Verily I say unto you, there be some standing here which shall not taste of death till the Son of Man come, uh, till they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. There's going to be some payback. But people, the payback might not come until Christ actually gets back there. But I want to look at some of these, into some of these verses here. Matthew chapter uh, 16 and verse 24. I want to go to some of these comparison Bibles. Comparison Bible right here. This is the. Let me just read two. In the AFV, in the A Faithful Version Bible, uh, Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 says, And Jesus said unto his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, and let him take up his cross and follow me. In the ESV, it says, They said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man would come after me, 
Let him deny himself. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Oh, the Bible in basic English, brothers and sisters. Check this one out. The Bible in basic English. From Matthew chapter uh, 16, verse 24. 16, verse 24. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him give up all and take up his cross and come after me. Damn. Uh, in the Beaver Study Bible, the Beaver Study Bible from Matthew chapter 16, verse 24, it translates this. It says, Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone wants to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. He must deny himself. And take up his cross and follow me. Check out some more. Hold on, y'all. Um, ooh, the CEV. The contemporary English version. The contemporary English version says this. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if any of you want to be my followers, you must forget about yourself. You must take up your cross and follow me. Damn. In the Darby Study Bible, it says, then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and keep and take up his cross and follow me. In the E-E-E-R-R-B, in the Exodus Ready Research Bible, the Exodus Ready Research Bible, it says, Then Jesus, or Yeshua, said unto his disciples, If any man will or willeth to come after me, let him utterly deny himself and take up his cross, take up his, his stake, and follow me. In the Good News Bible, then Jesus said to his disciples, if any of you want to come, come with me, you must forget yourself. Carry your cross and follow me. Ooh, in the, what is this? The ISV, the International Standard Version. The International Standard Version, that's what this is. The ISV is the International Standard Version. Then Jesus told his disciples, if anyone wants to follow me, he must deny himself, pick up his cross, and follow me continually. I'm feeling cut, y'all. I'm feeling cut. 
I'm guilty of a lot of, of not doing a lot of this right here, but I, of not not obeying, of letting thoughts get to me, of letting things get to me. I'm 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 guilty. Good Lord, I'm guilty. Let's finish this up. Let's finish this up for today. Um. Let's go to the book of Mark, chapter 8, verse 31. Let's go now to the book of Mark, chapter 8, verse 31. The book of Mark, chapter 8, verse 31 to 38. And it reads, And he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and of the chief priests and scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. So Christ is... is, is, is if y'all remember, this is right after Christ asked the disciples. Remember, he sent the disciples out two by twos into every city he would come. So he did that, and, and now they're at a point where they've all came back together, and Christ is getting a report from them about once uh, uh, he came to those cities and, and what happened. And everybody's just giving a muster. Everybody's uh, mustered together, the disciples, and they're all talking and, and telling Christ about uh, what happened, what was going on. And Christ asked them, so who do people say I am? And said, well, in this city, they thought you were Jeremiah. In this city, uh, they thought you was uh, Elijah come back. In this city, they thought you was um, uh, uh, definitely one of, the, one of the prophets. And Christ said, all right, cool, cool, cool. But who do you say I am? And Peter said, you're the Christ. You are the Son of God. You are the Christ. And, and Christ told him, seriously, tell no man about that. Because I got it. And now we're picking up in verse 31. And he, and, uh, and he began to teach them, saying that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and of the chief priests and scribes and be killed and, and after three days rise again, verse 32. And he spake that saying openly. And Peter took him and began to rebuke him. So Peter, you can imagine, I mean, with the type of relationship, Peter began to rebuke Christ. Verse 33, but when he, when he had turned about and looked on his disciples, he rebuked Peter, saying, Get thee behind me, Satan, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but the things that be of men. And when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself, and take up his cross, and follow me. Whosoever shall, will save his life shall lose it, but whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the, I'm sorry, for my sake and the gospels, the same shall, shall save it. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Whosoever, therefore, shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. How to say that, brother and sister? Real talk? Real talk? 
All right, brothers, I'm, I'm going to take this opportunity now. We're, we're, going, we're going to shut today's class down with this right here. Uh, we're going to shut today's, today's class down with this right here. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Hopefully, you did get something out, out of this and not just fear and dread and gloom, but also uh, hopefully an empowering. And I'll say empowering that if you're suffering these things and going through these things, know that you're not going through it alone and that Christ went through the same thing. That your your own family is rising hard against you. Your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your wife, your children, they're, they're coming at you hard for you making the change, for you following the, not following the scriptures, following, following Christ in the Most High. And you catch some smoke. Let this empower you to keep doing what you're doing. As 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 a man's supposed to relive his own household, Christ told us it's gonna happen. I'm coming to set the, the the father the the man against his father, the daughter against her mother, the mother the daughter-in-law against the mother-in-law. If you're going through these things, then be, be strengthened, brothers and sisters. Be strengthened. But if it's a little that intimidation, intimidation, timid, I really don't tell them because I know how my mama's going to act. So I don't really want to give them no scriptures. I, I, I know how my dad's going to act, so I, really, I, can't, he, you know, I can't really share him with what, what God says. I can share with him every other secret that's going on in my house, but I can't share with him with the words of God because I know how he is. Brothers and sisters, I hope we're reading. Okay, so with that, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to shut today's class down with that right there. Uh, today is Monday. Today is Monday. Uh, so please, I invite you to please check out uh, on YouTube tonight. Uh, we have several classes being uh, going on live tonight, uh, starting at 7 p.m. Uh, ISBHBK San Antonio, ISBHBK uh, Houston. Um, you can watch them uh, tonight on YouTube um, on at starting at 7 p.m., uh, uh, you're invited to check them out. Go by the school. Go check the schools out, all right? And don't forget to help support um, uh, uh, these businesses to help keep the schools running, to help keep the schools up and running. Uh, please join us uh, tomorrow here on Blog Talk at, at 10 p.m. At 10 a.m., I'm sorry. Ooh, at 10 a.m. Uh, Central Standard Time for Tuss About Tuesdays. Tuss About Tuesdays. Tuss About Tuesdays. As he will be taking the helm. Uh, tomorrow, uh, for Tell Us About Tuesdays. And I know he started his, his, his show, um, FYI, uh, Thursday. Tell Us About FYI Thursday. Uh, but we can check on him because he's got a procedure, a surgical procedure coming up. Uh, so we'll, we'll check in with him and see if he, and I'm sure he'll let us know tomorrow, if he'll be able to handle or be in, in, in a mental place where he can do his class on Thursday. If not, uh, I might do it, but we'll see. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. So with that, for ISBHBK, um, uh, Bible Talk, thank you for listening, and shalom.
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.